0: One of my favourite sayings is yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. I love this saying as it really focuses my mind on the here and the now. The ancient Stoics called it somewhat differently with their version, memento mori, which basically means you could leave life right now. Not at all in a negative way, but as a reminder that life is finite. So take advantage of every moment as you never know what waits around the corner. As we speed towards 2020, not one of us knows what lies in store in the coming days. So I wanted to take this opportunity to allow myself an indulgent moment and cast my mind back over the last 12 months. I've met some incredible people on my travels with Your London Legacy from all walks of life, many cultures and backgrounds and ages. and I'm incredibly grateful to each and every one of them for sharing their available time with me for you. The one thing that draws them all together is their innate inspirational quality to contribute to add their own colour and flavour to our beautiful, ever-changing city. There's no way I could ever choose a favourite, but in light of the second recent London Bridge terror attack, I thought I'd just select my chat with Ellen and Justin, as here we had two young Londoners putting themselves in harm's way for all of our benefit, without a moment's thought for their own safety. Courage that was replicated only a few weeks ago, once again, in virtually the same spot. As we move from the Christmas festivities to welcoming another year, Take a quiet moment to consider all the wonderful people in your life and the wider community who make life the wonderful kaleidoscope it is today. I aim to bring you more inspirational guests in 2020. It may even be you. I'm Steve Lazarus, and this is Your London Legacy. Well, today I'm delighted to be in the home of Ellen Gauntless and Justin Jones. Where, where are we? I forgot where we are already. Beckenham. <laughs> Beckenham. But it's not Beckenham. It's not the train station I got off at. I got off at um, Eden Park. Eden Park. So it's not an area I'm familiar with in London. It's sort of London, but it's also Kent, I'm told. You explained to me. In what sense is it a mismatch? Where, where are it's we exactly? The, on the London map?
1: Borough of Bromley.
0: But we have a Kent address. Okay.
2: Kent postcode. Okay.
0: For the purposes of the podcast, your London legacy, yes. we're, 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 we all, London. we're all in Bromley. London, the London, Bor- London Borough of Bromley, which nearly didn't happen today, as I was explaining to Justin, who kindly picked me up from the station, because as I came out of my home to drive to the station, there was absolute gridlock on the roads around <laughs> us, and I nearly turned around and was going to give you a call and so say I couldn't make it, but I persevered. So just by way of a brief introduction, as I say, with Ellen Gauntlet and Justin Jones, who, which names are probably not familiar to anyone other than myself now and your your close family and friends. But it's relevant that we are here today and it's sure more luck than judgment, I'm guessing, because you guys were involved in the tragic incident that occurred on London Bridge and Borough Market back in June 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, the 3rd of June, I think, 2017, where we had that awful, I think we call it a terror attack. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's pertinent today because, obviously, at the moment we've got the inquest going on. Into um, yeah, it
1: started yesterday.
0: It actually started yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So more than luck by judgment, I'm here today on a day I think. I think the inquest is going on for s- several weeks, isn't it? I think so. Yes, yeah,
1: definitely more than one week. I
0: think I read it was about three weeks for the uh, the inquest into those who who perished, which were numbering ten, I believe. Yeah. Was it ten yeah. or eight who were killed? I think eight. And then I think they're going to do the inquest for the the terrorists themselves afterwards in a, in a separate separate matter. As I said to you off off Mike, it's we're, we're here because you were there more than luck by you know than judgment. You were in the the wrong place at the at the wrong time, but also in the wrong place at the right time because you were instrumental in you know saving saving lives and and assisting people.
1: Yeah, we'd like to think so. Mm.
0: Well. <laughs> you're, you're obviously very humble Justin <laughs> because we'll come on to the fact that you've been awarded I think now four awards you mentioned we're up to four yeah we're up to four we're up I to think four it and might counting. stop at four yeah well you going to put a stop to it well I'd be surprised if we get any more <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're surprised you got four yeah very yeah surprised. yeah well we'll, well we'll come on to, to those in a minute so let's just fill people in First of all, on a little bit about yourselves, you know, and your background, because you're two, what I would call, regular Londoners, you know, going about your business. Justin, you are a butcher.
1: Yeah, I run a wholesale butchers in Hernhill. And, and f- feel free to give it a plug. I mean, uh, you know. it's, <laughs> Jones the
0: Butcher, it is the best meat in London. Ab- absolutely, Yeah. Uh, um, retailer and wholesaler to be, I believe, and mainly
1: wholesaler. About to do online delivery, so check it out online. Check
0: it out, and you can you can yep. point people in the right direction uh, towards the end. Okay, <laughs> like I will. Give, I'll the whole way through. Give you a I little, little pitch, yeah, Just one big <laughs> advert for Justin, actually. <laughs> yeah. And Ellen is a legal secretary.
2: I'm a legal secretary, yeah. In Westwickham. So
0: In West Wickham, which is the next town along. Next town along. Next town along, also in London? Just yeah, outside, well, yeah. yeah.
2: London, Kent, yeah. both.
0: And that's working with your I think you're both in family businesses. Oh yeah. my,
2: my dad's a partner in the business. So okay. it's not his business, but I, well, well, I am it. his secretary, yeah. Oh
0: you're his secretary? Yeah. Okay. What's that like working with your dad?
2: Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. It's all and right. he works
0: in your grandpa's office.
2: Yeah, my grandpa worked there as well before him, so... Okay,
0: as a solicitor as well? As a solicitor as well, Okay, so it's a long family tradition. Tradition. Yeah. As I said, my dad was a lawyer as well, was a solicitor until he retired several years ago, and I used to have a lot of fun. I remember in school holidays... Going, getting up at the crack of dawn and going, doing revision in his office. I, I thought I was the bee's knees amongst all the law books and everything. So, so as I said, you're two regular guys. You're, how old are you now? Both 24 25. 25? I'm and 26 at the end of the month. 26, okay. Cradle snatcher. <laughs> I feel so old. To be fair, so. <laughs> and so, two regular guys. I think you're engaged to be married. Is that we correct? Are, yes. yes. Yeah. Next when, when, year. When's the happy next year? Yeah. Summer. We're, where did he where did pop the question? Anywhere exciting and exotic? In this, In this kitchen. kitchen. In this kitchen? Oh, yeah. well, I'm double on it So we're joined by your dog as well, whose name I've already forgotten. Lincoln. Lincoln. He's, a, he's
2: been very good and quiet. He's
0: a Dachshund. Is he a, any type of Dachshund? Is he a sa- sausage dog? Yeah. Yeah. Which we've also said are becoming very popular at the moment. So... You guys, what, what do you normally do? I mean, how do you normally relax on the weekend? Because obviously this is going to lead up to this particular incident. But what, I mean,
1: what is it that you, you typically do? Currently, our weekend's taken up with rehearsals for the musical that we're in. Oh, cool. Um, so we do two shows a year, minimum two shows a year. We are doing Anything Goes at the Churchill Theatre, uh-huh. which is also London. which is But Ken. Kent, right but it is a london theater okay um, you kept that one low-key from me uh so that's so what what, we what, do are you, what are you what do you you singers you Pre- actors we'd only do musicals because predominantly we're both singers yeah ellen can dance and Ish. i look like i have a fit whilst trying <laughs> to dance um but yeah predominantly singers so what are you part of um it's, a, a uh, musical yes. group of, yeah
0: yeah what, what's that called?
2: West Wickham Operatic Society. Okay.
0: I think that's quite well known, isn't it?
2: We're like, in southeast. Yeah, we're quite.
0: Sound, sounds familiar. Big a shot, good one. We're big
1: shots in <laughs> <outside.
0: laughs> you. big shots in Kent, Stoke, London. Yeah. 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 No, good for you. So, but prior to, I mean, so was that taking up much of your time? Prior, you know, we're going back to sort of June two thousand seventeen. Uh, we'll come onto that and spend some time on that in a bit. But
2: we just finished a show then. Yeah. Had we? Yeah, we'd finished Priscilla. Of the oh, desert, oh,
0: yeah, okay. I've not seen that, but that's all it's crazy. A lot, lot of men dressing up in drag, it's is it? So, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: it's a very bright, loud, garish, garish, camp. really good show, yeah. But, yeah, so we, yeah, we just finished that. So, that is tend to do a lot of going to watch musicals up in the West End, doing our own ones, going to watch live music, that sort of thing. Mm. We go out to eat a lot, yeah. That's one party. of our. Major. So you, you so you,
0: you spend some time up in up in London, up yeah, in the West yeah. End and Central London. Yeah, yeah. So you're quite you're familiar with London, and yeah,
1: we walk around, travelling by train and tra- tube, train. Yeah, yeah. We tend to walk most places yeah, in London, to, don't we? But, mm. Yeah, It gets you more things. to Best way out. to see London. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In fact, my wife
0: just bought me for my birthday a book on London walks. So oh. yeah, which looks really good. I have to dig into that at some point. So let's sort of move on to. The, the date in question, yeah. I, I, and I know and I appreciate that it's not going to be an easy, easy thing for you to talk about. But I also understand that you have spoken about it several times over the last couple of years because we're nearly two years on from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy how quick that's which call. is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But as we said, we are in the beginning of the inquest period, which I can't believe it's taken two years to get to this stage, which is quite crazy, quite frankly. But I suppose we've got a lot of evidence together. Yeah, but we are talking about the incident on june saturday the 3rd of june 2017 roughly 10 a 10 p.m. 10 p.m. yeah yeah about that B- between about 10 p.m. when it started and i think the whole thing only took about 15 oh, the whole yeah, attack it was so yeah so 12 past 10 was only about like 10 16 10 15 10 16 yeah. till it ended so talk us through your evening up until that time what what do you what had you guys been doing
2: well we'd been um it was justin's birthday we were out for justin's birthday oh. because his birthday's the
0: so the third 30th, no, 31st of May. Month. oh okay all right so thank god it wasn't on that so we, were, day. Not, we yeah. were out
2: for justin's birthday and we'd gone to the a lego exhibition on the south bank
0: just the just the two of you yeah yeah
2: and then we'd just gone out for drinks and then our we, friend at the time lived in deptford so we'd gone all the way to deptford from south bank so we we'd weren't going to end up in London bridge we we were going to go home but then there was this restaurant that Justin had been going on about so I was like come on let's go and f- go to there then so we went back into central to london bridge to find this restaurant
1: which was it's called lupins um
2: flatiron square
1: no nah, might be i can't I remember i think it's flatiron square i can't remember yeah
2: but we couldn't find it and i don't know why we couldn't find it because we went when we went back a couple of days later it was really obvious where it was, so I've no yeah. idea why we
1: couldn't find literally it. Literally two, two days later. later. Yeah. And then we, so then I
2: was like, well, we can just catch the train home and get a Chinese on the way home. Mm-hmm. And then we're walking to London Bridge t- train station to in, go in home. Which
1: direction? From, from where?
2: We're walking on, un- going under the bridge.
1: So f- towards, as if you're going towards the river. So train station's on your right. Okay. But coming f-
0: from north, the north bank or the south bank? We're walking towards Borough Market. I think so we were Borough walking Market was on away. our way. Yeah.
1: And then London Bridge is on your right. Okay. So they're parallel on. Okay, we? yeah. And we were walking down that. All right, got you. Towards yeah. the bridge. Yeah. Exactly where we were. We're outside the tube station, mm-hmm. weren't we? And then I saw what I believed was a fight. How, how close would you say this uh, fight was to you? On the other side It was of the on the road, other side it? of the road. But I've always. I suppose it's it's a good and a bad thing. I've always paid attention to things like that. So I've always been someone that will stop a fight or will follow someone. Like if we go out for a night out and there's a man shouting at a girl, I'll follow them for a minute or two just to make sure that nothing happens. That's really? always That's been something I've done. Why, why is that, do you think? I don't know. Um is that something instilled in you from your parents or well I think my granddad was a bit like it. Yeah. And my dad has told me stories of when he's done things like that. But I don't I don't they've never said anything like that's what you should do. I've always done it. I remember being fifteen and in Bromley and seeing a guy being chased down the street by about twelve people. And everyone just stood there and watched. And I was the only one that actually did something i was the mm. only one that actually managed to stop one of the people chasing him um and things like that and i just i've never understood from my point of view the psyche of i don't want to be involved and i'm not saying that everyone should get involved it's i'm called just bystander apathy i believe i i to me it's a completely alien yeah concept yeah but then again like Everyone's different and it takes the everyone to make the world go round. Well, I'm not saying everyone different. should.
0: What you're saying is that it's part part of your psyche, it's part of who you are. Because you obviously have a, a strong sense of, of justice and and obviously not wanting to see an innocent person getting, you know, yeah. getting hurt for a start. But not everybody, you know, for example, my, my, my wife, bless her, she's she's five foot nothing. But she she sees someone being abusive on the on the street or in the car. You know, she's the first one to steam steam in there and tell them what she thinks of them. And I'm always the one saying, "For God's sake, just be be
1: careful." Yeah, that sounds like you. Be it?
0: careful. <laughs> you just don't know what you're letting yourself in for.
1: Yeah, and that is true. And you, you know, I suppose you, sh- one should think yeah. further ahead than that's what I'm doing because yeah. you walk into situations like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, that, that's, that's that's interesting to know straight away. So you see what you think is a so, fight going on? Yeah, over the other side of the road. So I, I say to Ellen, hold my gift from our friend in Deptford.
2: We had gin in a bag, and a bottle
1: bag. Okay, I'm going over the other side of the road. So yeah. I just ran, just pegged it over the other side of the road. Because I could see that one of the people in the fight was a policeman. Uh-huh. And there in, was... In uniform. Yeah, I could see his vis jacket and then three other people. So I knew there were four people involved so in a fight.
0: this is roughly t- uh, 10 o'clock just before yeah. 10, 10 o'clock?
1: So it would, I'd say it must have been two, minute, two yeah. minutes past 10. And so 10 o'clock June,
0: It was a warm summer's evening. Oh, yeah. it was gorgeous, A really well, beautiful, really? balmy summer's <laughs> yeah. evening. It was dark. Was it dark? It was getting dark or was it just...
1: Was, yeah, so I'd, say I'd describe it as dusk.
0: Dust, but it's, it was quite, it's quite well lit round there. As yeah, well, yeah. there's it? a lot of streetlights. Yeah, lights. we were under yeah. streetlights the yeah. whole time.
1: Yeah, those disgusting orange ones that yes. turned everything it's slightly like orange.
0: Horrible, yeah, neon one. Yeah. So, I mean, how many people did you think were in this
1: this fight? You thought more than three. A, a specific number, I would have said, you know, three yeah. to five.
0: And did it look like um like a, a free
1: for all scrap, or did it look like, it three looked like on the one, policeman or? was getting battered? Right. That's exactly what it looked like. Right. And that's, that's why I was dead set running across the road, past the buses, bam, that's where I'm yeah. going. And so that's what I did. And as soon as I got there, one of the people that we later found out was a terrorist turned around and tried to stab me. And that's when I realized it wasn't quite a fight. So all I saw was a guy in complete black clothing and a pink knife come towards me. Yes, And he must have got, he was, I, I would say he was a foot away from me, standing distance, a foot away from me. And so I just took a step back, sort of collected myself for half a second, swore really swore. loudly. He said, oh. Swore at them or just
2: swore? No, just in he general. He was just like, oh, and then. You,
1: you,
0: you can swear on this podcast. It's absolutely
2: fine. Oh, it oh, okay. It, <laughs> it just... He said, he went, Are you No, you serious, seriously,
1: seriously. It... I literally, so I ran over and Ellen says, all I did was, oh, shit.
2: Okay. And that's when I ran over because I thought, <laughs> oh, something's not right. So you
0: came over to join him? Yeah. Right. Were you aware what was going on with Justin or what, what he was? Not
2: really. Asked? Like it all happened so quickly that he sort of ran over. I wasn't really looking. Justin runs after a fight, so I was sort of
0: he didn't think I was <laughs> just
2: stand there thinking about my Chinese, and then when he and he like shouted, I was like, oh, it's a bit serious. And then I only realized how it was serious when I ran over to the other side of the road. Mm.
1: Yeah, so took a step back, re- recollected everything, and then when I'm here, I'm completely involved, I'll just keep going. So I took another step forward, and then the three of them just pegged it. The three terrorists pegged it down towards Borough Market. And that's when you from the other side of the road were shouting at me, Justin, should I bring the gin, or should I leave it on the pavement? And I was like, just, just come over the road, hey, had
0: please. Ellen, did you not, hey, not tweaked at that point? In your head, what was no. it? You had put two and two together and come up with terror attack. I hadn't ter- terro-
2: seen, because you were in the way, I hadn't seen like the knife. I hadn't seen anything like that.
0: But just, did you think it was a terror attack? Or did you just think it was the three, I three just blokes having a pop at the policeman? I thought it
1: was three guys stabbing a policeman. Yeah. I knew he was getting stabbed because I saw the knife. But I didn't, I didn't think it was a terrorist attack. I just thought, oh, mate. I was literally, in my head, I can remember going, what have I got into? What? Am I doing here right now? And that's the only time I've ever gone. Oh, really, Justin? You fucked up this one. Yeah. Did he sort of lunge at you? Or did yeah, you just... yeah. He went for my stomach. I mean, how close did he have to step forward to, to reach we, you? We we were a foot apart. You were a foot apart. Yeah. So how did he not get? So you? without my step back, yeah, he would have just gone straight into yeah. my stomach. And I've seen a picture of this knife as it's on the internet. I mean, it was not It's like one of these. It's p- a pink pink kitchen knife. Pink kitchen yeah. knife. Yeah. So you just I I distinctly remember. A flash of pink. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said to the police when they took our interview afterwards. That the anti-terror came around and did a like a three-hour interview. Yeah, and I just said it was pink. I can tell you it's bright pink, and that was before anything came out yeah. on the news about it. Yeah. Well, they recovered it, obviously. Yeah. Later. And it's bright pink. It is yeah the blade that, the blade is pink? You know, yeah, the and, and blade it, is pink. The handle is pink. And the it handle is, is pink. Although the handle I think was taped yeah. up, wasn't it? So they could tie it to their tie it yeah. to their wrist. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. So you, they didn't drop it. Yeah. The intention. But yeah, I distinctly remember it being bright pink. And then, so once they'd left, I turned around to look at Ellen, and I found a body lying on the floor. Yeah, we
2: both saw Charlie on the floor, didn't we? This is yeah. the
1: guy who was in that fight. No, this was a different This is a guy. different guy. The guy that was in that fight was still standing. He was Wayne. He was the transport police. Uh-huh. And he tried to follow them. So he'd been stabbed quite a lot. He tried to follow them. And then... So he sort of disappeared from my peripherals. So I found we found who we've later worked out as Charlie on the floor. So he was lying on another, another policeman. Well he was yeah. off
2: duty. So, so he was he was not in cl- He had in place. Um, gone to help Wayne. Yeah. But he was off duty.
0: And not in uniform.
2: No, he'd been enjoying that, his night.
0: Oh, what chances are that? And I was in a wrestling t shirt. So he was Was he? Yeah. Crikey.
1: Um, Yeah, so Charlie'd
2: been amazing because he'd run over as well. But unfortunately, he'd been unlucky and been stabbed.
1: Yeah. So we found him and he said to me, they've got bombs. That's when I knew it was something more than just a policeman. And then we found him in a pool of blood. How close was he to the one you just been in the fracas with? a step in each, oh, a large step in each direction oh, oh, right. so, so you just weren't aware of him in the initial no, yeah you did, didn't notice him right you know if you pivoted on one leg you you'd find both the fight and charlie got you and then that's sort of when it started to calm down for me was finding him and knowing exactly how i could help that's when i started to calm and sort of ease into the situation a bit better hmm. than The initial shock of getting almost getting stabbed and having to break up a five a three person fight on one with and that was just like that was something that I couldn't have comprehended, but the person that I can attempt to save their life was the point where I'd gone okay I'll control the situation Mm. and that's what we did really wasn't it We stayed with him. You knelt by his head, didn't you? And I had my, so he had stab wounds on his back. He was, he was lying on his back and he, he told me that he'd been stabbed in the back. So I rolled him onto his front so I could get to the wounds that he had on his back. And that's how we, we stayed, wasn't it? Hands in his back.
2: Yeah. Just putting loads of pressure on him, on the wound. So he
0: had run to try and help the dropper yeah, who it. was in the, the uniform. Yeah. He'd done police. the same
1: as me a little bit earlier, but they'd attacked him. Right. As far as I'm aware. That's what. He says, uh, "Yeah, because I don't." He says that he didn't see the van, so he did exactly the same as me. So, yeah.
0: So, before we go forward, let's just take a step back because this this attack that you encountered, the first one, was not, in fact, the beginning of this whole incident, was it? No. So, if you just want to talk through, because this was the the white van that
1: went up and down or came up. Yeah. So, from what we have heard and from what we saw. They crashed the van into the steps leading down to the church. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you what the church is called. Southwark Cathedral? I
2: don't think it is that one. No, not that one. I'm not sure. No,
1: okay. So they blocked the steps effectively, and we could see that from where we were. We didn't initially see or hear the crash. I didn't see any van. Did
2: do not? No, I didn't look. Oh,
1: okay. I could see the van. We didn't hear the crash, see the crash, and then once we'd sort of... Steadied ourselves with Charlie. If you looked up towards the van, there were just people lying on the pavement where they'd obviously run past and just stab people.
0: Yeah. So the the van had actually gone. I believe, from what I've read and studied, the van had actually gone up and down. I think the bridge, London Bridge, twice. Right. And on its final pass, came off and onto the the, the curb, the pavement. Yeah. And was swerving. Knocking people off, not running people over. Yeah, and in one case, I think knocking someone cleaner over the top into the river. Well, I certainly understand yeah. that one. One of the um, I don't
2: think we we've sort of looked into the van. No, we, I think yeah. we sort of yeah.
0: And then and then it then it crashed. Yeah, and then they got out and then they jumped out and then they started. They started stabbing people. Yeah,
1: and that's when we joined. I say joined loosely. We didn't join.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I yes,
1: I think we appreciate you didn't join in the terrorist activity.
0: So what's the name of the the policeman who was attacked you went to help the uh, first one?
1: The first one's Wayne. Wayne. Uh and the and he's the one, then he got up and ran off. He tried to follow them. Yeah. And then the one who we stayed with is Charlie. Charlie.
0: Okay. So was Wayne the first one they attacked with with a knife, do you think when they got up? uh
1: I don't know. Yeah. It he, was
2: his eye or his really really close to his eye.
1: He was the only Cause one
2: Cuz I thought at the time Agent, he he'd lost his eye, but I think it was really, really close to his eye
1: mm.
2: when I saw him. Yeah,
1: he was the only policeman that we could see in that scenario, mm. but what we remember
0: seeing, yeah, in our little. So, how, you, as far as you're aware, had this been called in yet by the police? Had anyone phoned in as an emergency, or wasn't it-
1: I don't know? They must have done. We definitely didn't.
2: It all happened so quickly, yeah, yeah. and
1: you don't remember hearing sort of you know it was like
0: it, no they were just there they were just
2: there yeah. they got there so quickly because if if it only happened if it only took it was only 15 minutes
0: yeah but the bit you came and they were was, there for the... right at the beginning because by that time they'd, they'd driven up the bridge they'd knocked people yeah. up, over and off the bridge and that couldn't have taken more than a minute or two yeah and then crashed the vehicle and then got out there, and started there was stanzing.
2: a big then the police came and they had bandages didn't they and yeah. then the ambulances weren't allowed in because they'd locked down the area, but um, there was a paramedic who put tags and yeah. stuff. And then the armed police came, and I think that's when they shot the terrorists. But I don't remember hearing anything so like that. So
0: the, the first cop ran off to try and be a further assistance and follow them, yeah. and, the other, and you, you hung around with the, the second guy, the un, yeah. guy not in uniform on the floor. You said he had stab wounds in his back. and
1: He had two that we could definitely tell in his back. We yeah. could tell that he had something on his head. You you were like, there's blood on his head. There's something here. But we couldn't quite work out where that was coming from. And that's, as far as we knew, then and there, that's where they were. It turns out he had five or yeah, something, wow. didn't it? Um, and he
0: was he was sufficiently conscious to, to talk to you at this stage? Yeah,
1: he was... I think it, we... we had quite a quite a long conversation
2: yeah we were just trying to sort of keep talking to him (laughs) and asking him questions just to sort of keep him conscious really because that was just one of the priorities
0: it's quite remarkable that you you you've had the presence of mind to a A, get involved but we've we've established that that's you in your nature but you you seem very calm as well ellen to sort of
2: oh i (laughs) i think it was just adrenaline kicks in yeah. I think and I didn't feel real at the time really you didn't feel it didn't feel real, real. at the time
0: yeah it was sort of like an out-of-body experience you well like,
2: I, I personally don't remember anything happening apart from me Justin and Charlie I don't like when we did all our, our interviews for the police I don't remember any gunshots I, don't, I had it in my head that it was raining but it wasn't even raining I was so right no idea so, because really it was just us it. three, and that's yeah. all I remember. And that's I did was not even looking past in like anything. I think I glanced up twice maybe, and then decided that I didn't want to see any of that, so I came back to Charlie and just concentrated on him.
0: Mm. So he had these stab wounds in his back, yeah. And I understand mm-hmm. you was it you, Justin, who, who staunched it? You somehow, yeah. So in
1: I initially just had hands, and then I got given. Kitchen roll? Some I'd,
0: sort of it was some some sort of sort of, bandage. So you, when you say you just had hands, I mean, you had I, your
1: hand over the two... I had, so two stab wounds, one hand in each, just, you know, attempting to stop the bleeding. And then I got given some kitchen... A policeman turned up and he had, like, serviettes in his car, obviously. Right. And just started throwing these serviettes to people. Right. And then a paramedic car turned up and gave people bandages. And we were there with... Two other policemen, weren't we? We were there with a guy called John, who we've subsequently become quite good friends with. And another policeman who we've met. Sam? Well, I couldn't tell you his name. Yeah, no, that's, fine. that's um, fine. And they spent the whole time saying to us, just go, just go. And we were like, no, oh, we we're, we're here. We're, we've come this far. We're, we'll stay, thank you. And they did. They just kept saying, just go, just go. We'll deal, we'll deal with what we've got. In my head, I'd sort of gone, no, there's enough for other people. Like, I actually said to one of the policemen that was there, I was like, there are too many of us on this body. You need to go somewhere else. Yes. And there were scenarios like that. Like, there was a bus that stopped next to us. And they started to evacuate the bus. And I remember just looking up at the bus and thinking, why are you getting off the bus? Why are you getting off the bus? And... Then the guy, John, the policeman who was in plain clothes and myself just shouting at them just to stay on the bus, just get back on the bus. Um, so I I had realized the seriousness of the situation. And I, I it sounds so odd to say that I'd just taken it in my stride. But by the time the police arrived and they were there within a minute, I'd already gone through my full on panic. Into completely plateaued. I if I,
0: I, I haven't heard any full on panic yet in what you're saying. I mean, I'm imagining in your brain is all yeah. Really going, so the going to initial <laughs>
1: the initial attempted stab was me was like right okay this is really serious. I'm that was panic yeah. And then I was like okay now I've got as soon as I found Charlie I was like that's gone. Let's completely just stay calm let's sort this situation out and help in whatever way you can did it Um, did it
0: dawn on you did you did it cross your mind perhaps that they they could come back and they could yeah be armed or because you mentioned a bomb yeah these guys have got vest bomb vests on or whatever yeah
2: they were they had fake bombs they were fake but nobody wants to know
1: that at the time that's when the armed police ran past
2: I feel like that's when it got a bit bit scary, because when we were told to get down.
1: Well, you were down, roughly. But (laughs) I I feel like we just,
2: once we'd, um, John had said to us, so John then said, after the armed police went past, he then said, oh, I'm going to get my car because Charlie needs to get to hospital. So we got into John's car, police car, and he took us to um, King's, didn't he? And it was... um, Quickest journey I've ever had in my life. How did you
0: manage to get him in the car with...
2: We had... um, So we got given a stretcher from a policeman, which I don't
1: remember. Fabric. A sling Uh thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So
2: we got him onto that, and then we got him into the back seat of John's car, and you were in the back seat with him, and then John drove us to King's, and we were the first people to arrive at King's. So... Have they Kings been no. Is Kings didn't know what to was
1: happening. emergency got no. there before the made.
2: So we turned up with Charlie, panicking, not panicking. We're like, quick! And they would. They obviously have. Well, obviously they do have procedures and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And they went straight into the woman that was running. It was amazing. Yeah. Straight into clearing beds, prioritizing, and, it, and we were whisked off into the fam, like the relatives yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then that's the moment where we just looked at each other. And when we, we just got, we got sat down on this leather sofa and we just looked at each other and was, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was when it dawned on us.
1: Was being- and I was like, what
2: do we do now? Like, we just, so we just were in the hostel for till six o'clock in the
1: morning. Yeah. That was, that was the hardest part. Being in the hospital, that was completely dead. So there the weren't other victims or yeah, yeah. patients coming? So they'd so in. they'd, patients they'd
2: locked down a part of the hospital.
1: So A and E was shut, yeah. Unless you were the uh, person that was involved in uh-huh. that. The family room was shut unless you had family that were involved in that. They had uh, there was must have been thirty police walking in and out of everywhere. Yeah, um, but
2: Kings were amazing. Yeah. Like they had so many people there for support. They fed us. They um, had yeah. the um, vicars, vicars and priests, like just to talk if you needed to talk. And, um, and yeah, and that? it was just we. Sorry, go on. Just they were just amazing, yeah. weren't they? they? I was tired and I didn't want to be there, but they did look after ev- everyone. They looked, and unfortunately, it was heartbreaking being there as well because we obviously were among families of the victims and being there from 10 from 20 past 10 to six o'clock in the morning. Families were arriving and obviously not receiving good news, and so it was so like it was emotional night for everyone. At that stage, when uh, you were in the hospital, well, we saw there were when we were already at, when before we'd left
0: you'd saw people who were yeah. yeah not made it on, on the yeah. street yeah yeah
2: so we knew that when we got to the hospital what to expect. there was going to be people there yeah. and it was it was heartbreaking i
0: bet it was so how long had you been waiting with charlie, charlie before you took him off to the hospital in the car 8 minutes so the
1: incident was still in progress roughly
0: yeah mm, so you,
2: had they they'd you, had shot them
1: before yeah. we left. Because John says to us every time we see him, I can't believe you don't remember the gunshot. Because so we mean, don't remember the gunshots at all. He what they listen out for, doesn't well, he? They, they must have yeah. shot them. Well, we were just so
0: wow.
2: involved in okay. what we were the, doing.
1: Uh, f-
0: Again, from what, what research and reading I've done, the incident I think ended around about 1016 so if you were there roughly 10, you waited 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's about right, isn't it? You, yeah. you You probably so immersed in what you were doing and your head was so, you were so
1: wired, yeah. you wouldn't have been aware of it necessarily. No, but he says it's the loudest thing he's ever heard. That's remarkable, isn't it? And I genuinely could you not tell no you that there was, was one at all.
0: Huh. I mean, were there lots of people running around and pouring out of the market? I don't you remember don't, you didn't you know. Know.
1: Because of where we were... We didn't... So the road, the cars were still going across the road. And until the police stopped cars, they were still going on the road, as and per. It was right outside a restaurant, so there's the glass doors under the bridge. And no one came out of there because there were people actually slumped against that glass. But I don't remember anyone, like pedestrian, that was there at all. Apart from the people getting off the bus yeah. who subsequently got shouted at to stay on the bus but no the only people I remember running were policemen and paramedics and that's when I thought it was serious is when the armed police came and a lot of police the armed police said everyone clear and a lot of police that were just sort of giving stuff out just ran back a little bit and I went Right. Okay. Yeah. The police don't want to be here. It's probably quite a good right. reason to leave.
2: Yeah. They were. They obviously, if they weren't helping anyone, they yeah. were. They just got out of the way for a short period of time.
0: Yeah. Your story is re- is remarkable in, in, in many respects, and obviously you, you've been rewarded. You've, you've received four different bravery awards, but I just want to touch. I mean, uh, there were many stories of other people doing amazing things on that that same evening as well, weren't there? So we were just talking about. The the sliding door syndrome, you've seen the movie Sliding Doors, you know, when one door slides open, you end up in a different sort of, you've got parallel parallel worlds going on. It's uh, yeah. okay. if you go through one door, your life takes one, one direction. Yeah. If you go in another, through another door, your life, you know, there's a parallel universe going yeah. on, you. you've got a, a, another life going. And it, you were saying you should have been at dinner that particular evening. Yeah. And had you been there, I suppose you or had you found the restaurant? I think had we have found
1: the restaurant, you probably then, would never have been Im- embroiled. No, we would and, have been really annoyed that our train was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, but, that's but, exactly what it would have been. We yes. would have been uh, train. Been really no, but you know what I mean. It would have been like trains been cancelled. Yeah, how do we get home? Yeah, rather than rather than
0: here I am. How I'm do I King's College how Hospital? How do I break up this terrorist attack and yeah. save someone's life? But I mean, just looking at some of the stories, there's this tragic story of this young Australian girl, Sarah Zelenak, um, who'd only been in the country since March that uh, that year. And her mother said that she'd been due to be due to work that night, but she'd had the evening off. Otherwise, she was supposed to be at work. She only got the evening off at the last minute, and then her and her friend had planned to go to a rooftop bar, but they couldn't find it. Well, there's a similarity yeah. there. And then she chose to go to Soho instead. They didn't go to Soho. They just they ended up going to to Borough Market. Yeah. So there's all these what we call sliding door sort of moments when if but you yeah. know yeah shouldn't have been there shouldn't have been there
1: It happened to be there yeah. yeah
0: and then there's the you know like your remarkable bravery you know some might call it stupidity but it, it, it's utter well you know if God forbid you'd have been injured or worse yeah then maybe Ellen would be saying you you stupid bugger you know yeah <laughs> you know but when,
1: we've met. We met the baker, didn't we, the other day? Butcher and a baker. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> at the the Queen's commendation uh-huh. ceremony, we met the baker who sheltered people in the bakery, uh-huh. and then subsequently, yeah, um, fought them off with bread crates.
0: Bread crates. Yeah, I heard about the throwing yeah. bread crates at people. Yeah. So yeah. we
1: met him two weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, he got the same award that we did, and then there was the guy who attacked them with his skateboard the skate wasn't there board, although he, i don't think he made no, it he died i believe he did yeah so there are you know stories and we met a, we met a bouncer at the police accommodation who fought them off mm. he locked people inside the pub and then fought them off and pushed them out of the mm. pub
2: it, it is amazing how many civilians helped
1: it's remarkable like
2: everyone so many people and there's so many stories not just ours mm. of people whether their like story ended well or it didn't end well they they were so many brave stories that were people just helped of, of and they course. didn't have to and they weren't they would have got no personal gain from it but it's i just think it's brilliant how many people really truly
0: yeah well, put their lives zero, on the line to zero help Zero personal gain i mean yeah there's the moments in you know in the public eye yeah. uh, uh, and awards which are, which are fantastic and, and thoroughly deserved but Is the complete opposite of gain. I mean, you stand to lose everything by by getting involved. But it it strikes me, certainly in your case, Justin and Ellen as well, that you don't even think of, you know, it's a selfless act. You're not thinking of yourself at all as you put yourself in the firing line,
1: which is is a remarkable thing to Um, do. I I
0: can't say I'd have done it with my hand on my heart.
1: (laughs) It does make you feel better about the, the situation, the society that we live in. You hear so much negative and derogatory every stuff day. In, every day in the news about how crap society is yeah. how crap people are yeah and then you meet these other people at these ceremonies where you know they have done things that you go God, mate like i know exactly how you feel and but that aside what you've done is brilliant and you know you meet all these people and you meet the policeman and okay yes they're there to protect society but they don't deserve the stick they get. They don't, you know, all of that. And they are there and they are putting, you know, people, civilians or service personnel, when they put themselves on the line to defend other people, it makes you feel so much better as a human being about where you live. You know, and that's that's what we Feel that came out of it, okay, a lot of people lost their lives, a lot of people got seriously injured, and that is tragic. It made us feel that, you know, there is a society of London and people do care about other people. And that is heartwarming. As much as there is the disgusting act that happened, the stories that you hear and the way that people effectively sacrifice themselves yeah. to defend other people is amazing
0: what you've just said sits very neatly if that's the appropriate word again i've just come back from poland doing a, a, a tour again it's probably not the appropriate word but they, they call it a tour of in you know, holocaust yeah. sites uh, including you know concentration camps and death camps called auschwitz and belchick and other places where many jews and poles and Romani gypsies and homosexuals and all sorts were Murdered in in their in their millions and millions yeah. and millions in the most ghastly circumstances, and we were we met and spoke to and were spoken you know had talk, talks given by survivors, and you would expect them to be nothing but bitter and angry yeah. at what they've been through and what's been taken from them, and it was heartbreaking and it sort of makes me feel emotional even now thinking about it, but most of them have the sort of same sense that you've got, you know, one of humanity, that there's good, not good that comes out of it, but there's, there's yeah. wonderful stories, because wonderful things happen in amongst all the tragedy as well. Yeah. And this is roughly, I think, sort of where you're coming from as well, that there's a sense of community yeah. and people coming together.
2: Yeah, London definitely came together yeah. for that. And it didn't, the majority, it didn't scare, it didn't put off. And we were at the vigil two, day, two days afterwards. Yeah, two days and afterwards. and everyone was there and everyone was out in London and no one was scared and it all just
1: brought everyone closer together yeah it is Uh, it is amazing that you just pick yourself up and brush yourself down like as a city just went okay let's just keep going let's do something that marks this as an occasion without being scared to be where we want to be and it was there was Hundreds of people there, weren't there? Just all gathered in a park. And it was amazing. Have you guys coped psychologically with with what
0: happened, what's what you saw? Because oftentimes people say it doesn't hit you until later. You know, you
1: go through certain phases of emotion. I don't really give it any thought. It doesn't come into my mind at all. When someone tells me about it, I'm more ask me about it. I'm more than mm. happy to talk about it. It hasn't really. Affected me in any significant way, and potentially it might do later down the line.
0: Well, you're two years
1: on. And well, you, yeah, you, you still
0: come across as a very grounded, sort of assured person. resilient are probably the word that would be used today.
1: I I don't feel personally it's affected me in a way that in a negative way. Yeah, in in you yeah, know yeah, that's exactly. Isn't yeah. I'm not scared to go into London. No. I don't get worried about yeah. things. I pay more attention definitely pay more attention. Would you go running in again if you saw a similar, similar? Yeah, without a doubt. You still would. Yeah. yeah. But I would say that I spot things more now. So if I do go into a crowd, I you're, will. You're
2: definitely more wary now. Yeah.
1: So you've got like so a clarity has, of vision. It has vision. sort of
2: affected you because you're more wary. Well,
1: the fact that you're more focused
0: perhaps and Yeah. rather than just yeah. steaming straight in, you'll probably think, try and yeah. assess the situation maybe more.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's in a negative way. No. At all. Oh, no. No, it hasn't affected you in a negative way. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think
2: I think I found it harder to deal with than you did, but personalities are different,
0: and I think of course everybody's different. Um, yeah. Would you say you were you were was maybe you had fearful of what Justin was getting in himself? I into. don't think
2: it was that. I just think it's it's, it's memories and yeah. things that I saw.
0: Can't be easy. We did both go to work the next day, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I couldn't have stayed at home. I would no, have no, gone no. absolutely mental if I'd have stayed at home.
0: And how um, how do you guys feel about? The terrorists themselves. I mean, obviously, not filled with, doesn't fill your heart with. <laughs> heart Do, you know heart with joy, Do you know what? Do you know what?
2: Actually, I've not really given them, that's a really interesting question because I've not really given them any thought. I've not, no, at all. I am,
0: uh,
1: and I
2: haven't. And that's interesting because I wouldn't have even, hmm. I hadn't even realized I'd not given them any
1: thought. No, they're just a thing that happened to be there. Okay, they caused this. But I could tell you the names of. Some of the people who were involved, I could tell you the names of the friends that we've made because of it, but the three terrorists, I couldn't yeah. tell you that. I couldn't care less no. about them. Yeah. And why should we? Why the people we, we
2: think about are the people who lost their lives and yeah. the people that helped and the people that did all those brave acts. And I honestly hadn't even
0: given them a thought. Well, what you guys did was was, was incredible and, and it's been rewarded. So let's just talk about the uh, some of the awards you've got. I think one of them, what was the first one? Was that the Queen's Commendation?
2: It was the
1: Lord's Met Philip.
2: Police, the British Transport Police and the City, City of London Police. Uh-huh. And these are all? Highest Commendation. Highly Commended. Highly Commended.
0: <laughs> which is a certificate. Um,
2: and then we have the Queen's Commendation for Bravery. Which
0: is the one we've got here in this lovely little red box yeah. with ER, Elizabeth Regina on it. Which
2: and then?
0: We'll, we'll post a picture of Aurel this up, on the yeah, website yeah. for people to see. So... And that's then we nice. have, and you had to go to royal, where did you go? Was, to um, that was
2: Tower of London.
0: Tower of London. That was given to you by
2: Lieutenant of London, Lord Lieutenant of London. And then we have our Royal Humane Society medal at the end of at the end of this month, Th- beginning
1: of next month.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. That's with
2: Princess Alexandra.
0: Oh, you, well, you're doing well. With it's it's fantastic, and more um, power to you. Um, Lon- London is full of amazing people like you and i can only on behalf of everybody listening thank you for all the amazing things that you've done i'm sure you've you, you've spoken to the family members the policemen you've assisted i'm sure they're eternally grateful to you and you probably made some really good friends i would guess
1: yeah definitely made friends there i can tell two of them that are going to get an invitation to the wedding aren't they <laughs> yeah so <laughs> okay. fantastic so
0: why don't we conclude by just because in the, in the spirit of, we've got the inquest going on at the moment, um, yeah. which are talking about the whys and wherefores of how these, the, as we said, there were eight people who died and there were 48 who were injured. So I think why don't we just call out the names of those who died uh, to honour their memory. Do either of one of you want to read their names? I do, if you want. Some of them, they're, they're, yeah, they're for mis- mispronouncing. In.
1: No, that's fine. If you just want to read out that bit in yellow at the bottom. James McMullen, 32, from Hackney. French trio, Xavier Thomas, 45, Alexandra Pigard, 26, and Sebastian belonger 36, Miss Archibald, 30, Ignacio Echeverria, 39, from Madrid, and Australians Sarah Zelenak, 21, and Kirsty Bowden, 28.
0: Okay, so they're the unfortunate souls who lost their lives on that um, that tragic day on Saturday, the third of June, two thousand seventeen, when Ellen and Justin found themselves on London Bridge in that area and put themselves in the firing line, I guess. So again, thank you very much, you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure to thank be here. You. Thank you for, for organizing thank and you. picking me up from the station, it's all right. <laughs> and I, hopefully, I'm going to get a lift back. I don't know; it's a bus outside. <laughs> <laughs> very much <laughs> I, ju- I just tweaked what you said there <laughs> it's a long walk okay so just before we go at this time in the conversation with our guests i always like to ask them what is their one or two favorite or stroke secret places that they love about london it could be a walk it could be a restaurant a pub a museum or something so just tell us one of you guys just tell us what is the place you like and why
2: i like walking from victoria to Trancross, past buckingham palace 'Cause I never went there as, as when I was younger. My mum says I did, but I don't think I did. And I never went there as younger, so the first time I went there I was like eighteen, nineteen. To Buckingham Palace. To Buckingham Palace. Like just in, to see it. Or just on the outside? Not in seeing it just sitting uh-huh. the outside. So very when uh-huh. I've lived in London my whole life. Uh-huh. That was for, and I like walking from Buckingham Palace up the Mall yeah. all the way to Charing Cross. Yes. I like doing it at dusk.
0: That's no, lovely. I mean it's a beautiful walk. It is a beautiful walk, followed by a show and hopefully a a nice meal or
1: something before, yeah. before or afterwards this time. Have you Isn't got a any... favourite? Yeah, nice dirty burger from Dip and Flip, covered <laughs> in gravy. Where's that, babe? Uh, there's one in Brixton, one in Tooting, one in Battersea, and I believe one in Wimbledon. Oh.
2: It is the, be- the best I- burger. I just
1: realised you're a butcher, so you should know all the places where they serve, <laughs>
2: they serve,
0: serve good burgers. So uh, that's great. Well, thank you very much, uh, you guys, for that. And just to conclude where can people if they want to get in touch with you or they want to find out more or follow you on social media how, how can they do that where can they find you
2: um you can follow us on instagram we've got a joint account on there and it's at jones and me
1: or you can follow jones underscore the underscore butcher <laughs> that's your, but yeah if you wanted to get work, in touch that's you your can work one that's message
2: of me. on there
0: that's perfect well once again ellen and justin thank you ever so much for taking part and um Good luck to you guys for the future and Thank for your you. future you. life together and your when your wedding. Yeah. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> Thanks. Every week here at Your London Legacy, we bring straight to your device a new and fascinating guest with a wonderful London-based story. We hope you enjoy listening to their timeless stories as much as we enjoy creating them for you. If so, the best way to show your appreciation is to subscribe to the show. Simply go to www.yourlondonlegacy.com and pop your name and email in the box where shown. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Thank you for your support.